Welcome back to another episode of Grip and Grin. We are finalizing our northern trip uh, in pursuit of square tails. So this episode is going to be a little bit shorter, and we're going to give it to you a week early, as you can see on the feed. Um, we kind of want to get up to date a little bit. You know, we're talking trout for the better part of the summer, and it's time to start thinking about whitetails. So we're going to add this in for another episode to add to our yearly total. It's like my old man was saying today. I was talking to him on the phone. He's like, he's like, yeah, trout fishing uh, ended what about a week ago? I'm like, Dad, it, like trout fishing was like a month ago, dude. Like the waters got warm so quick, and we're not in, we're uh, not blessed with the waters of like Colorado, Wyoming, where it's just ice cold, or even the Green Mountains and the White Mountains. Right, like we don't the ponds just warm up and they go to the spring holes, and it's it's dangerous to do catch and release for the fish. I mean, above seventy five, and you can kill them. Right, exactly. Lost stress on the fish. But let's dive right into day three of our trip here. Let's let's talk well, about Let's just start out with the fucking off. good morning that you give me. Because <laughs> the first night, like, I slept good, but I was, like, a little lighter. And the second night, I was just toast. We are roughing it out there. Like, we had no pads whatsoever. We literally just have our sleeping bags on, like, wooden planks, and essentially. I, I was comfortable. Like, I had the lower support on my back with uh, extra clothes, and I was actually And at this point, I had upgraded from the water bottle pillow now to life preserver Because I was like, why didn't you use the fucking life jacket? (laughs) And I was like, I I don't know. Like, all right, it was so much better. It was. Uh, But I didn't want to bring a pillow just because of, like, space yeah um, yeah i mean i didn't so either that, neither of us did we packed perfectly like we've said it, which you can see on one of our previous podcasts um but uh the, yeah the good morning was like good morning <laughs> and it was a beautiful morning yep. it was slightly windier this day uh which we had kind of planned for anyways uh we knew that fishing the day before was gonna be our best but this time around um you know we woke up and just just woke up to the beauty of mother nature yep i mean go check out that post on instagram as always like and subscribe and share with your friends we i always have to plug that at the beginning um but yeah like that morning we just had like the best view to ever wake up to and we're like dude just look at it just look at that fucking mountain in the pond it's just gorgeous the mountain was like weathering and eroding like large chunks of granite and they would fall down this like rock cliff and most of those rocks did make it to uh, the pond itself. So that gave the trout some structure to actually hide in. And it gave it like a nice big bouldery kind of rock bottom to the to the pond there. So it was, uh, and it's still happening as we speak. Um, so that, that was a pretty cool feature to see um, when you first wake up in the morning. And I remember we had, once again, morning coffee in the tent. Yep. Um, granola, freeze-dried granola. And I remember like just walking out to the point and just having like a moment to myself to be like, because the night before you were, I feel like you were more in tune with Mother Nature the night before of like, dude, I got to take this in. And I was like, yeah, yeah. But the next day I was like, he's right. Like, you don't get this very often. I remember standing out in the point. I like walked out and I was just, I took, I remember taking a, a like a panorama video of myself and just like, take this in. Like, you make sure you remember this moment because this does not come every day. Um, so that was like that was like a realization for myself to be like, 
enjoy every second out here. Yeah, I mean, it was gorgeous, and we definitely took in Mother Nature that day because, like I alluded to in the previous pod, check it out, um, we didn't do too much fishing on day three. Dude, we d- we woke up, and I don't think we even wet a line. No, nope, we did not wet a line, and we packed up camp, and I said it on the day one, like, there's that, the big mound on, on the... Uh, on that pond and i was like there's a tower at the top it's like we gotta hike it like you can't be here and not hike this mountain yeah i mean so packing up camp that was i mean we we didn't rush we like took our time getting ready um you know making sure that uh make sure that we had all our, our loose ends tied up and whatnot um but breakfast was phenomenal we were <laughs> previously we were eating dried granola so it had like powdered milk in it and we were just eating it by the handfuls and i liked it that way too no raisins this morning (laughs) no at that point we would run out of raisins but like the powdered milk was almost like too much when you're like your mouth was dry so i was like man like you go to try and like break it down and you're like it needed some water when you added water to it holy shit it's like dessert (laughs) so fucking good it was amazing. It was amazing. It was like a blueberry granola with like a, it was basically um, like cereal, essentially, in a bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that was a phenomenal breakfast. Uh, no trout that morning just because uh, we had taken our fill the night before and we weren't going to be greedy. We were just taking in the moment and um, yeah, it, it was just absolutely phenomenal i remember when we were standing at the point i'm like all right now we're gonna go to the top of that mountain (laughs) yeah this man okay so this was completely out of left field right wake up this morning and like i knew you had said like you kept like hinting you're like i want to go there i want to go there like so we like kept paddling across the ponds i was like yeah 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 we're out here to fish and that morning you're like so we're going to paddle across, and we're going to hike up to the top of this mountain, and we're going to that tower. And that tower is like, I would say, I don't know, like half an inch in size. Like, yep. if you look at it on the top of the mountain, you're like, yeah, that's way up there. And it's not just like a a gradual climb. Like, it is it's a short. Steep. It's a short hike. That's straight up. Sh- <laughs> Wasn't it like three quarters of a mile or something like that? I think it's, it's more than that. It was like three quarters just vertical. So with three quarters of a mile straight up, we knew the topography was pretty steep based on our maps. But I mean, paddling across, there were, the white caps weren't that bad that day. But we knew they choppy. were going to get worse. Yeah, we knew they were going to get worse. Um, but uh, yeah, it was with that little tower on top. We had a destination. We wanted to get there. Um, but uh, it was. That was our goal, or that was our objective, really, for that morning, is to get to that that location. So we we paddle across, and again, the wind switched on us. Right when we woke up, I said, literally, literally, oh my gosh, I remember that. Because right when I woke up, I get out of the tent, and I'm like, dude, we have a fucking headwind. And I was like, what? I was like oblivious. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And then you, and get, it out, like, and you get out of the tent, and you're like... Holy fuck, it is a headwind. So we had a headwind going out to this yabba-dabba-doo, and now we're going to have a headwind going back uh, towards the boat launch eventually um, the whole time. So it's like, damn, 
I mean, we're getting our workout in. Yeah, we were. So we paddled across. Um, we ended up wanting to stash the canoe just to be safe, not have our gear fucked with or our canoe fucked with. So we paddled across, hit our gear, pull up our canoe, hit our canoe, and headed out on the trail. We made sure to pack like a day pack with like our essentials just in case anything happened. You know, better be safe than sorry, like you always say. And yeah, we with as far as our like equipment too. We kind of stashed our equipment separate from our canoe, um, and we stashed it in a in a pretty damn good area. Couldn't even fucking me. see it. I mean, when we were like, we were trying to find it, and it was covered in brush and whatever. It was, it was well, well. Hidden. Marked the trail right when we got on, just so we wouldn't walk past it either. Yeah, marked it with a white stick, so it was easy to identify where to look for our equipment. Um, but. Uh, Started the hike, and like you said, we, we, we packed the day pack, had some food in there, had the all the essentials, some first aid, um, water. We brought our water with us. We, I mean, we were we were set. Yep, yeah. Um, we go out on the trail, like, how much is this part of the trail used? And it's not at all used. Dude, there was trees, like, across the trail. Just like, we were using, at one point, moose trails to, like, maneuver around trees yep it was pretty crazy and then at one point we like go into one of the smaller rock bluffs and we could see uh what 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 was it was there a turkey vulture and some huge ravens and ravens yeah the ravens and turkey vultures are going after each other but that kind of gave us like a sneak peek of what we had to scale and in your eyes you're like this is awesome and i was like yeah this is awesome but man like I, I did no running. I did no conditioning to get to this point, and here we go. The only We're conditioning hiking. you've done is when we've gone fishing together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the hiking leading up to uh, this this huge fishing trip. Um, but uh, it, it, I was definitely winded, man. I was winded for sure. I mean, how many breaks did I take? So, like, we get, we get, we're going along the flatter part of it. Then we take a left onto, like, what would be at the beginning of the steep part. And you're like you have to grab limbs to like pull yourself up. That's how vertical it is, and like make sure your footing's good. And it's like if you look back and you jump, it's like instant death. <laughs> I mean, some of those trees we were grabbing a hold too. Like you go to pull on them, and it's like dead tree. You're like, whoa, no, 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 don't grab that tree. Um, but we did. Well, I should say I did three to five breaks going up that yeah, that mountain because there's like a an initial ascent, and then it was like kind of less steep and then there's another big ascent right it was definitely work it was not easy at all i mean this was like an off day like almost like a rest morning for us and i'm like we're hiking a goddamn mountain (laughs) hands and feet and we end up getting to the top i mean how long did the hike take us like an hour and a half yeah definitely like an at least an hour a little bit more but yeah. We get to the top and it's like there isn't much of a view unless you climb the fucking tower. I would say if you did not climb the tower, there's like a ten percent view. And that's about it. This tower. Why don't you describe it a little bit? <laughs> um how do I describe this? Uh sketchy is an understatement. Um the cables that were holding this tower were slack. Uh, the ladder to climb to, how high was this? 50 feet? Easily, yeah. 50-foot tower. 
The ladder itself vertical is well, yes, obviously. Like straight up. There's like no angle to this thing. <laughs> the the um handles for the ladder, I mean, you're looking at just like metal bar that when you stepped on it, it bent, like it had some flex to it because it was it spanned maybe two feet. And I was like, holy shit, like and it's rusty, you know, and I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. So I get on the and, first rung because <laughs> I'm like, Andrew just jump. He just jumps on this thing. He's like, "Yeah, I got this." I'm like, "More power to you, bro. Go for it." So I get on the first rung. You're like, "The fucking bar is bending." I'm like, "You don't need to tell me that right now. That you do not need to tell me that." <laughs> Dude, I climb tree stands and whatnot, but I mean, those tree stands I have put up. You know, the saddles that we use. Those, you know, it's it's the equipment. I trust my own equipment. I don't know who the hell put this goddamn tower up. Like. <laughs> it is Come on. fucking sketchy. So like I'm slowly climbing up it and I get halfway up and the wind fucking picks up to for like 15 miles an hour. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like I do not there's need a this. Sign that's, there's a sign that says climb at your own discretion. And you just like ignored it. And I'm like, dude, there's a sign down here that says climb at your own discretion. So I end up slowly getting to the top, and then it's like you have a latch to get into, like, this cabin. It's like a fully, like, enclosed cabin. So I couldn't get, like, a good picture because you couldn't open the windows. But holy... I, was like, I would say it's like a 10-foot by 10-foot tower yep. at, the, at the top. And first step, it just creaks like a motherfucker. I'm like, no, 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 no. But Dude, the flooring was made out of 2 by 4s yes, and they were, like, 2 foot on center. Just no, With like half inch plywood or some shit. Yep. So I'm standing on like those two by fours, and I'm like nervous as hell because it's like holy shit, the wind is whipping up there. I ended up getting an incredible view up there. It was just like I could see Katahdin, I could see into Canada, I could just see everything. It was so sick. But because yeah, I yelled up to you, I was like, "Hey, how is it?" You're like, "I'm I'm taking pictures." And when you said that, I was like, "Well." Well, frick, I ain't climbing that. I I can get the view from your phone. Like, I'm all set. I'm good. So I was like, all right, I've had my fill pretty quickly. So I, I descend down. But it was nice once I got to the bottom and then on hard land again. And uh, at that point, I remember I turned on my phone. You had turned on your phone too. But at the top of the mountain, we actually had service. And uh, I remember at that point, we... we we made sure we touched base with home. Uh, in our previous podcast, we always mention, excuse me, how uh, you always want to make sure you let people know of your uh, situation, your plans of your trip. And so, you know, we gave uh, wifey a little FaceTime ring uh, to make sure that she knew where we were and what was going on. So we actually had service, uh, and the bugs were so bad. Oh, horrible, fucking horrible. Which... You know, in elevation, you wouldn't think so, but I mean, and with the wind being so strong, I mean, the blo- the bugs were still pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But at least we gave it, uh, an update to Wifey as far as uh, what we were doing and where we were going. So um, it was good to kind of touch base, touch home, uh, not just to say hello, but also to to let them know our plans and our our actions of what we we're going to do next. So. Well, we chill up there for, like, not that long, 10, 15 minutes, kind of just, like, get some water in us, and I can... Make our land, make our landmark of uh, in the cabin yeah, of Grip and Grin. 
Griffin Grin 21. If you check out the cabin up there, if you're ever out there, um, we'll leave our mark yep. when we go. Absolutely. But um, we ended up descending back down, which was a lot faster, obviously, a lot less strenuous. But we almost fucked it up because there was like two trailheads that came right to the top. And I was like, it's kind of hard to tell the direction we came. But once we like walked down like 30 yards, we're like this is not the same way. And we did not want to yeah. add five miles to our hike. Right, right. I mean, I remember we got like 30, 40 yards down. I was like, you're like, look at this view. And I was like, dude, we didn't have this view on the way up. Like, we have to go back. You're like, yeah, this is definitely wrong. <laughs> so got back on the right trailhead. And we knew the, the trailhead because of all the moose droppings that were at the mm -hmm. top. There was a crap ton of moose droppings. So we knew for they, a fact. I'm like, how we were, the fuck are they up there? Like, what dude, are they doing I, up there? That's a rugged animal. That is a rugged friggin' animal. But we, you know, day one when we were, you know, fly fishing the F, uh, fly fishing that uh, pond there, we knew that that uh, those bones that we found, we even were like, how'd this thing get out here? Like, they are a rugged animal. I, it, power to them. Living in that year round, like, I don't know, in the winter, just imagine, like, we're there for a weekend. They're there all the fucking time. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. So but. we end up, you know, hiking down, hiking back to the canoe pretty flawlessly, you know, being careful on our way down because of the the terrain, you know, going down. I'm like, just imagine if you jump right here, you could just paraglide down. Dude, I was taking my time. I was making sure every footstep I did was because I, I knew for a fact from pre previous experience, I was like, don't fuck this up. Don't roll an ankle. Don't do something stupid. Just take your time. We have all day to get down this mountain and just just make sure that we're going the right way. Um, there was a couple like trails that met into the trail that we took up. So we knew, oh, yep, this trail, we stay to the right. And we just kept sticking to the right uh, to make sure we knew where we were. So we end up getting back to the canoe. The wind had picked up. We load, <laughs> load the canoe and it's like, now we got two miles of paddling and a headwind. And a portage. And a portage. Like, that was the worst thing to think of. I'm like, oh, goddamn portage. Like, ah, oh. Because it was warmer this day, too. Definitely was sweating. Sweating easily. Yeah. This is one day I took the long johns off and the underarmor off because it was hot. That's right. That's right. I pretty much had those on all weekend, the long johns, which is crazy to think about. But it was, it was help, helpful with the bugs and whatnot, too, so... But, yeah, we got back. We finally got back after paddling through the headwind, hugging the shoreline. Uh, but get back to our, our portage point. And there was not a soul in sight. Fuck no. We, we did not see a person until the very end of our canoeing. Like, not at all. And this time the portage went a lot smoother because we took more trips and completely yep. unloaded the canoe this time to then put over our heads for that. That was a lot easier yeah. than fucking doing it the French way. I was like, we are yeah, not we... doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> Took more trips, less effort, um, but uh, the bugs are pretty bad. And I remember at this point, like even after the hike, once we uh, finished the portage and we got to the other side of our our initial pond that we uh, we got to, we made sure that uh, we took a break. I remember specifically taking a break because I, I do. My energy levels were shot. Yeah, we took like, definitely like 10 minutes of just relaxing for a little bit because 
getting water, you know, we were hot and we had another fucking mile of paddling in a headwind and a stronger headwind too because there was no no like cover at all. It's just like a shoot for the wind. So it's like short targets was not yep. over uh, stretch our boundaries of a stay near shore not be fucking stupid. Exactly. Yeah, cuz when we got to that main pond, I mean, that was like I mean, there was definitely some white caps that day. No doubt. Definitely more and than when we were going out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And um, you know, staying hydrated is key. Um, so with our water purification system, you know, definitely fueling up, drinking what we can uh till we get our fill and then also getting more water so that we have the water available um as we paddle across here and eventually uh get to the end of the pond as well. So just being smart. Not paddling out in the fucking middle. Yeah, you got to be smart and, like, strategically of what you do. Like, yes, like, we want to get there, but be smart. Like, don't just drain yourself of energy and then be like, let's just tough it out. Let's just keep going. You're <laughs> you're out there, dude. Like, you are, be, between you and I, it's just us. Yeah, like, just, yes, just there's us. other people so, like, out we're there. We're a team of two out here, and if anything goes wrong, we're fucked. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, we have phones and whatnot, like, but, I mean, service, none. Um, it, it's it's the real deal. Like, Mother Nature can make a 180 on you like that. So, being smart, taking that break was key. And I remember just sitting there, like, like mentally preparing myself for the paddle. Um, that was That was probably one of our longest paddles, I would say. It was the longest paddle, but it ended up not being too bad. We went, like... A few hundred yards, took a break. Went a few hundred yards, took a break. And the long short of it is we got to the other side, and it's like, finally, we're done. I I remember, like, when we got to the big rock. Like, I can say big rock, and you already know what I'm talking about. Yep. When we got to the big rock, I mean, it is a boulder. Like, I don't know, maybe, like, 20 feet across. I mean, this boulder was huge. When we got to the big boulder, I was like, Yes, we got to the big boulder. We're halfway across. <laughs> but it's almost like a false shoreline. Like when you're paddling and you're like, oh, it's that point. Oh, no, it's not. It's that further point. Like, uh, It's like what you say when that running term you have. like A C. A C, yeah. We had like three When you're C's. running. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a college cross-country coach. He's like, oh, we got a, we got a couple C's. I'm like, what the hell is a C? He goes, it's as far as you can fucking see, and then once you get to that corner, and you, then it's as far as you can fucking see again. I'm like, holy shit. So, yeah, essentially, it's as far as you can see and then some more. Um, but uh, that, uh, we didn't, once again, didn't fish at all this this pond. We didn't even wet a line that pond. No, dude. we did not. That initial pond, we didn't wet a line at all. That's, But that, that pond gets fished pretty hard. Yes, because it's definitely more accessible. Like, we were... The second pond was way more remote, more rugged to get to, and this one was you can get a motorboat into it. Quote unquote gets fished hard, like yeah, it gets fished, yeah, but it's not like comparative to where we with. are. Like yes, like that's the Correct. main attraction right there, that pond. But we get to near the end, <laughs> and then we hear this <laughs> fucking generator. Yeah, that's bullshit. By the way. I that was part of the rules. You got to check the rules, man. Like it says, no generators specifically in the rules, and there's this fucking yep. guy needs a generator to power what? I don't know. 
Like, you're out here. What the fuck do you need a generator for? It's kind of fucking stupid. It did piss me off in the moment. I'm like, we're out here. It's 25 miles away from anything, and we have this loud generator running. There was two campsites right by the boat launch, and we thought for a fact that the the campsites at the boat launch were the where the generator sound was coming from. So we were like getting amped up, like almost like a fight. Like, okay, here we go. Like, yeah, we're gonna talk to them. Like, okay, this is this is going against rules. Like, I remember we were amping each other up. I'm like, you gonna say something? You're like, yeah, I'm gonna say something. Like, all right, good. I'm gonna say something too. But it was actually the campsite that was adjacent further. Pond. Yeah, it was a, it was further down, and so um, it was kind of well out of our way to go to that actual campsite. But um, we actually <laughs> land the canoe on shore, and uh, you start talking to a gentle a family actually that was there. So you run up to grab the car because I'm like, let's get to this other pond. We know where I like have an idea where we want to camp. Like, let's get there as fast as we can. And this guy walks up, um, a younger family, and he comes up and he's just asking and digging and digging and digging for questions on the fishing. Like, where am I fishing? Grinding. Like, where were you fishing? Oh, what were you using? Uh, how much did you catch? Uh, when was this? How was it? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, just diverting, dodging. Duck, dive, <laughs> dodge, and duck, or whatever it is. And like, fucking, like, everything he's thrown at me, I'm just, like, rope-a-doping on it, like... Nuh-uh, like you're Rope not getting dope. like you're not gonna get shit from me right now. But like, so uh, I start backing the car down, right? And I had just like left the canoe. I was like, I still had all my gear on. I was still packing heat on the right hip, you know. I still had the nine mil on me because I was like, yeah, it's readily available. It's right there. So <laughs> I back the car down to the canoe, and like the guy standing like right outside my car as I'm backing up. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like. And you make friends already? Like, good <laughs> Lord. So I get out of the car and, like, swing my right hip around to walk to the back of the car. He makes direct eye contact with uh, my 9 mil, and he's like, oh. And, like, like scared shitless, like, backs up, and I'm like, all right, well, that's one way to get people out of your way. Like, I'm, like, dude, As really? if, like, like we're, we're not being confrontational. We're just, like, right. it's like our form of protection out here, like, just in case wildlife gets after us, it's like we're not doing anything fucking stupid. So it's right, just weird right. how people are like that. So I, 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 I was like, whatever, dude. But he was all like, oh, shit. Like, damn. Okay. Uh, but he didn't talk to us after that. No, nope, not I at mean, all. Not peep. That, that moment was our best, uh, you know, loading of the car. Because oh, we, we, we've car. unloaded and loaded the car and canoe over 10 times. We loaded the car literally in five minutes or less. Easy. Easy. It was that quick. Canoe strapped and everything ready to go. Like, done. So we knew the incoming rain was a potential because when you talked to your wife, she said, yes, there's still a potential of rain. So we're like, we got to get to this lean-to on another pond. So we just took off right from there. We did, but we... As mentioned strategically, you always have to have... I mean, it's Memorial Weekend, right? So we knew for a fact that there was other people up here. And we wanted to have a plan B, C, D, so on and so forth. Um, so I remember in our in the back of our heads, we were like, oh, you know, there's a lean to a dinker pond. Let's use that as like our, our reserve, essentially. If we have to go back there, let's go back there. 
But so uh, on the way, didn't we scout like? Yeah, we scouted. Two we we scouted a couple spots, and then there's this one smaller pond that was on the way to the one that we wanted to go to, and this fucking person. So there's oh yes yes there's that's two right. there's two campsites next to each other at this one particular pond, one's a lean to and then one's a campsite and this person sprawled themselves out over like forty five yards claiming both spots. It's like what the not even using the lean to not even using it but like storing stuff like I mean making it completely known of like we own this campsite. What's this? And it's like that that. Don't like overstretch your boundaries. Like this is a public spot. Yeah, like you can do that, but it's just not ethical. Right. So you know you gotta. I don't know. So we we turn around at that point, like pissed off, like whatever. Let's continue on. Um, and we know that one of them was open. Uh, two of them actually at one point. But we are like we had an idea of a location that we wanted to go. And I remember as we're driving, we passed these two guys in tents off to the right. And you're like, is that it? And I was like, I hope the hell not. Like, that's pretty, like, out, like, not out there, but it's on the main road. I was like, man. But we're, we're driving through. And I remember on the map, we were cross-referencing of where we were on the guest here and whatnot. And you're like, if I have to cut through the woods right here, I'll hike through the woods. I don't give a shit. I'm like, it might come to that, dude. Like, you might have to go in the boat launch and, like, paddle around or hike around to see where it is. But we uh, we keep going down the road, and all of a sudden, it like, it comes to – there. was there a sign? Nah, yes, sure there was a tiny little sign there, and then, like, a, a smaller, like – SUV-ish car. What? No, what, no, no, no. Was it just a sedan? I can't remember. It was a... It was like a hatchback. Hatchback, yeah. It was like, yeah. A, it was like a hatchback. And there's a kid. <laughs> it's just a hatchback. There's a kid on little an kid. iPad. Little kid. Like three, four, like four maybe. Four. Yeah. Like four years old. Just sitting, sitting on a rock with an iPad. And I'm like, first of all, I'm like, what the fuck is this kid doing on an iPad? In the middle of the goddamn woods. Like, put that shit away. You're out Mother Nature. Like, get rid of that shit. Come on. But <laughs> he's got a bug net on. He's toughing it out. I give him props for it. But you're like, you know, I could see the the parents down below, like, almost like moving shit around. I'm like, Andrew, they're leaving, dude. They are leaving. So then I'm like, do you want me to go fucking talk to them? So, like, I kick the car in reverse and back up. I'm like, are you going to get out and talk? And I'm like, I'll just get out and talk. So I hop out, walk by the kid, and the kid says, like, something to me. Like, hi, who are you? And I'm like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Walking down, and then the mom's, like, scurrying up. Like, who the fuck's the kid talking to? And I'm like, hey, I was wondering if you guys are leaving. You're like, yeah, we just, we're packing up right now. Um, So I'm like, hell yeah, we want to take the spot. And then she yells to her husband um, that there was people coming to take the spot, so I kick the car and park and then you come that you come out and you go down and he's like i just put water on the fire i was like bro don't worry about it like i i got this if i need to start a fire i will start a fire i'm not concerned but they had a shit ton of returnables uh, a shit yeah. ton we know what they were doing i mean so we get down there i stake the claim i make sure we throw a bag in the lean to like this is ours for the night and uh clutch though that Beautiful. getting that lean to was just clutch though like we couldn't stress it enough like 
basically like this is the spot we want to, and it's basically the last spot, the last lean to. So it's like we needed this for the rain that's coming because now it's getting cloudy. Yeah, it was definitely overcast. Uh, the the campsite itself was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Great, great big uh, waterfront. You know, um, good water. Um, the site off the the campsite wasn't as great. Like the scenery wasn't as good, but still remote, still great spot. We loved it. Um, and uh, one thing that you actually caught eye of first because. Uh, we needed to make a fire in order to prep uh, prep dinner. Did we cook over no, that fire? No, we did not. We did not have trout. We just it had, was just for comfort. Yep. It was more for comfort. But uh, I think we started a fire just in preparation for if we did catch trout. Um, but uh, you made note of this. They're cutting down trees. Like trees. Living goddamn trees. Trees. Green. Not saplings either. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, like green. Trees. Um, and then there was another tree that was freshly cut down. It was like, what, the top third of the tree was cut off. Like, like you had to stand fuck? on this, like, log on a rock and, like, what are you doing, guy? And then what really, really gets to me is, like, again, there's a rule. Don't cut live vegetation. Like, you don't need to at all. It's not going to burn. Second of all, they there's hatchet marks into a tree but they didn't cut yes. down the tree. So it's like that tree's just going to die. So it's like what you're just hurting the environment at this point and you're not even making a good fire. Like 101 of fire yeah. building, you want dry materials and this shit ain't dry at all. Dude, we found some dry material. I mean, we hadn't had rain for a few or I would say several days leading up to that point. Oh yeah, so there like- was like a couple weeks of no rain, so everything was really dry. And we could right. easily find stuff, and we had like a decent fire that day, so we were grabbing a bunch of dry stuffs, like just kind of talking shit about them a little bit, like, oh, look at this great log that we can burn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we uh, and we, thirty yards from our campsite, we had more than enough wood. If we had to get us through the night, we had more than enough wood uh, to get us going. But so uh, it was kind of cool though, because when I started the fire. We tried a, uh, a different strategy because you had mentioned that you had never done um, flint and steel. Yeah, I've never even like I've never even held it or have had access to it. So it's like you started the fire and then we on the side, I was like playing around with the flint and steel and the magnesium stick. And that was so cool. Like for me, I've never done it. And I've, I've never got to practice. Well, I you just know, don't you... have one, you know, and it's like. It was, it was kind of funny, though, because, like, when I had to get the fire initially going, like, with a magnesium stick, boom, like, got it going after, like, the second strike. And I was like, well, that was easy. And then, like, when you were doing it, I was like, well, let me try. And it still took me, you know, because I was few, like, few I was, I was going. trying, but it did not light at first. And then I was like, you went over to him, like, oh, he's probably going to light it, like, right off. And you weren't getting it light either. I'm like, okay, it's just people get the misconception that flint steel is just going to catch if something's dry and that's not the case in your defense though like your your tinder should be the size of a grapefruit i mean you were dealing with tinder that was like the size of a golf ball yeah true but like i'm not not splitting hairs here like it was a cool just to get a fire going with flint steel working on my you know my skills and my repertoire and goes to show like having four or five different methods for starting a fire is just 
what you always need when you're doing trips like this because if the matches get wet, you lose a lighter and all exactly. you're down to that and you've never done it before. Like definitely a good learning point for me specifically. Yep. So get a nice little bed of coals going. Um, we did try wetting lines out, out in front of the water there. Um, out in front of the camp, and uh, the water was same. clear. The water was just clear, f- beautiful water. And I didn't even bring the fly rod out because there's just not enough clearance behind you at all to do anything. Windy, and it was windy, so I just was throwing a spinner. But then I, we weren't getting any hits really, and yeah. I just like after ten minutes, or fifteen minutes maybe, I I was like, I'm it's almost good. like you know, yeah, you know, it's like. Eh, probably not going to get a fish. But I was like, damn, I'm determined. I mean, I was getting... You get snagged at one point. Uh, there was a lot more trees in the water there. Um, so Oh, I have know, a, you, a funny note, I have to say. Go for it. So, <laughs> I was casting right near us, and my line got hooked onto my reel. So it's just laser beam snapped my lure off. Oh, yeah. Five feet in front of me. I was like... <laughs> Uh, that that's mother nature or just the gods telling me like all right like put the fishing pole away <laughs> and i remember at this point and not to interrupt you but i remember at this point you had a hole in your waders yeah so you couldn't go out too far yes because i had like a a slight uh not a tear but just a minuscule hole so it's like damn like i'm getting a little wet and i don't really want to get wet in the last day so like i couldn't go past like thigh depth so then you had to grab it, and you end up hooking it with your lure, which is kind of funny. I was up to my chest in water, and I'm, like, pull over my head, like, dropping my lure into the water and, like, surgically trying to, like, hook this lure. I mean, that was, what, $5 lure? I was like, yeah, I'm going to try at least. Got it. Thankfully, tied back up, and we were back in the game. But that basically sums up our entire fishing for the last full day of the trip we ended up you know going back and the butane going and having some freeze-dried uh what was it we had the chicken and teriyaki chicken and the oh we had a meal that night we, we had feasted that night. we feasted because that yes. whole day was like obviously it's a fishing trip but like we did everything except the fishing which i totally enjoyed the day just as much as any other day and it's almost better that we didn't catch fish that afternoon. I think so too, because then I feel if, like if we <laughs> caught one, then it's like we gotta catch another. Holy shit! Well, if we had two trout, at least two trout for one for each of us that night, dude, I would have been gorged with food. Like, oh yeah, because we had two freeze dried meals, one a piece. We had ramen, and we just devoured. Just Thanksgiving. <laughs> it was crazy. I mean. And I remember, because we need a break from the bugs, too. I was, like, in the tent, just, like, seeking shelter. I'm, like, I just need a break from the goddamn bugs. I remember. Not, like, every minute. So um, this is when the drizzle started, too, on top of that. So yes. we were, like, hell yeah, like, the lean-to. Like, we're doing everything right, being precautious and not being, like, those other guys right down the road that were tenting it right out in the rain. <laughs> but... um. <sighs> So, like, we have the dinner, and we're just chilling for the rest of the evening, you know, have the feast, you know, relaxing in the tent, talking, talking, you know. Yep. I remember I, I threw the logs on from the previous uh, camping group to make sure I burned those off because, I mean, it was just it was just cleaned charred. up their mess. 
pretty much cleaned up their mess, yeah. Um, but before we went to bed, I made sure that uh, we put out our fire and definitely, you know, putting water on it, rotating it, making sure the hot coals were good. Um, but, uh, yeah, it started that evening. It started to pour. So, like, well, we, pour. once it got dark out, like, you were laying in the tent. I was just sitting right outside, just, like, we were just shooting the shit, relaxing, and then it just came down. So... And it did not stop at all, like all night long. I remember I kept waking up because let's be honest, it's not the most comfortable laying on plywood. But I I remember waking up in the middle of the night. I'm like, yep, still raining. Wake up with like two hours later. Yep, still raining. Like it rained all effing night. So rolling into this next day, our final morning, like. I was sleeping lightly too, waking up like it's still fucking raining. And then you give me like a nice little shove and you're like, I think you right off the bat said, Hey, do you want to leave now? And I, yes, I just want to take you through the 20 minutes from being asleep (laughs) to where we, where we will be in 20 minutes. So I get shoved politely. And he's like, I'm like, and he's like, do you want to leave now? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> not even like, Cause like at all there in, a, in our mindset. Like you got to think about this. Like we are way the hell in there, 30 plus miles on dirt roads. And we knew that going in to this uh, location that the dirt roads were, we had water going underneath the road. Like I'm thinking in my head, washouts, the runoff, like mud, just straight up through. soft shoulders, like. It's going right. to be like, and we are now a couple more miles on dirt roads on this location. So it's like we have even right. more dirt to cover. So so at 4 a.m., like that's going through my head and I'm like, oh shit, like we should probably fucking go. And that's when I nudged you. I was like, dude, do you want to leave? Like we got to go. I'm like we're always on the same page, which is nice. Like all the time. I'm like, yep. So from dead asleep, we're leaving. Okay. Immediately wake up, pack the shit, and we packed the car in under 20 minutes, and we are driving 20 minutes from when I woke up. And I sit in the driver's seat, and I'm like, not really awake right now, <laughs> but we're, dri- like, we're driving out, and like obviously I have max attention to the road on the way in. Like You don't want to get a flat. You don't want to like veer off any, and then, but it's like to the next degree, like... I don't know what how deep this puddle is and like avoiding right, right. avoiding stuff. You're like, you gotta be careful, take your time and ha- making sure we're retracing our steps out because it gets a little disorienting. Like I was thinking we had to take a left, but it was later on that we had to take a left. That's right. So yep. making sure you have multiple like uh navigation tools. Um but like, Yeah, that was that was interesting. When we got to that intersection, you're like, Yeah, it's left. I'm like because there, because like I remember on the way sure in, it's, it's right. like it's right. There was like one right, or there was like one left, and like all the rest were rights on the way in. So I'm like, yep. I just forgot that one. But like, again, it's like double checking, making sure you know, using the land, like we should pass this stream so we know we're going the right way. And I'm very glad we left that early because it took, was it two hours on dirt roads? Uh, yes two hours and then yep. again make sure you check in with the the checkpoint you have to drop off the paperwork you know cross your t's dot your eyes and then 
out to the main road after two hours of, you know. Oh, wait. Yeah, I was going to say, you're skipping over something. Something big. <laughs> yeah, baby. So, technically, it was still turkey season then. <laughs> and we're driving along, and I'm like, is that? Or I think you spotted it first, because I'm, like, lasered in on the road. You're like, is that a fucking bird? It's a fucking Jake. Yep. Just in the road. Roll down the window, and I just, like, mouth, I yelp. Horrible. Just terrible. And then it fucking gobbles. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Big Jake, too. Yeah. It was a big Jake. Rugged bird. Big bird. And uh, But after that bird, we saw another, we saw another bird. It was like running down the road like a velociraptor. Because like, <laughs> we got to like the nicer road, so I go a little faster. And if we're just like following the bird, the bird's just sprinting down the road. Hilarious. We saw a bunny. Easy, easy access. Yeah, we saw a bunny, which didn't move till the last minute. Yep. It's like, move, well, move. Are you fucking kidding um, me, bro? Like, you're just going to accept this death right now? <laughs> but it's like you said, like, on our way out, we, on the course of the entire trip, we saw... All the big the game big, of Maine. All the big game, yeah. Which is we saw bears, awesome. moose, deer, turkeys, like, saw it all, which, that's awesome. Yep. That's so cool. And... Um, we get to the checkpoint and then it's like we get to the dirt road and it's like like i can relax Dude, when we my hit eyes. pavement <laughs> when we hit pavement it was like so weird it was like tell remember no cuz remember you were like we're reemerging to society remember cuz you saw the yeah i was like telephone poles fucking telephone poles there's a goddamn stop sign over there like look at that like signage like you wouldn't have never thought it's so weird it's just like being so like not not well we're very remote but like just the few days of not being in the the craziness of the world we're in today it's like now it's like okay we got our phone service back we have like to deal with people and traffic and like regular world shit again it's like bittersweet but i I remember when we got to the (laughs) So where we fueled up for our, our my final coffee, we just I'm like we're stopping and we're buying this fucking store and we're gonna look like we just we've been on the run from the police for a couple months in the woods. I walk in and there's this old timer, like obviously a local, like good chap, right? Like you walk in and he's he's reading the paper, right? Like right at the door, and I open the door and he just like glares at me like, "Who the fuck are you in my town?" And I was just like morning and i'm like just going through every aisle like grabbing everything i'm grabbing like day old you know donuts out of the and i'm like i go to the i go to the counter and there's a sign that says please ask to be helped and i'm like trying to like open this pizza spinning contraption i'm like i just want a fucking breakfast pizza. <laughs> give me a goddamn breakfast pizza because there was a guy outside eating it i was like damn that looks good and the woman's like can i help you i'm like i want that breakfast pizza that one right there that slice so yeah yeah it, it was kind of funny because everybody looked at us like we obviously did not belong there but also like man where the hell did you guys come yeah, from exactly exactly <laughs> and like I, we get back in the car and then on the road for another five hours. And Keep in mind that when you get back on like the main roads, as you start to increase your speed, you want yep. to tighten down your 
your uh, canoe, kayak, whatever. Yeah, because oh. we did, I was like, when, right when we got onto the road, I'm like, I'm noticing this fucking thing's moving right now. So I pulled off to the yeah. side, tying that shit up. And after that, we smooth sailing from there, but to always double check that. And just your car in general, like making sure it's handling right, that there's nothing on the rotors and whatnot. Just even checking tires, yep. like, because you just drove yep. two hours, 35 miles on dirt, slate and rock boulder like you don't know what you're gonna hit on the way out and pretty pretty flawless driving on the way out like no big bumps hit so it's bittersweet like you want to get home to like your families and whatnot but at the same time you're like did and we we kept talking about this on the way down we're like or the way back we're like man did that did that just happen like i remember is this real i remember like saying to you multiple times like it doesn't even feel like i'm here it doesn't even feel like I'm here, and I know when I leave, it's gonna feel like it never happened. And yeah. as I said, like, like we get back to your place, unpack the car. I'm like, that just happened. Yeah, because as soon as we pull in the driveway, it's like, let's get the canoe off. Like, I mean, we we unpacked pretty quickly as we always did, but just so that it was well out of the way. And like, because we didn't but, want uh, you don't want to like slowly unpack and then be like, oh, I have to unpack my shit. So we. Unpacked the car and then, you know, we sat down, had a coffee and a celebratory beer at 10 a.m. That's right. You cracked. I was like, shit. Okay. I was like, there's no way we're not having a beer after that. Like, because we didn't bring any beers for the trip. No, which wait, I think man. was wait. And I think it was just a good thing, you know, like just enjoying it. Like, you don't, like, yes. you don't, we didn't need it. And, uh, right, right. But I mean, we could have brought some some harder stuff, but at the same time, you want to make sure that you're enjoying the moment. Like, can you imagine waking up the next day hungover and going, "Ooh, yeah. I have to paddle. Yeah. Oh, like, I have to fucking it hike." <laughs> right. Or if you get injured and you're like, "I'm fucked up," like, but I'm injured. Like, it would. It's a, it adds another level of complications if you get in the shit, basically. Yeah. Um. But I mean, let's. In reflection, dude, that was literally hands down the best trout fishing I myself have ever done, ever to this date. I will um, I'll up it a little bit and say that was probably the best like outdoor adventure, like total adventure that I've ever been on. Like, yeah, the whole process of researching it, um, packing, buying the equipment, double checking yeah, prop, the equipment. Props to you, by the way, for the research. That was you fucking. You you executed that perfectly. I appreciate I mean, it. I mean, you can't do it without a partner in crime because, like, think two minds that think alike make the trip a hell of a lot easier and a hell of a lot more fun. Because I want to make this point: on the drive up, we were laughing. On the drive back, we were laughing. There was never a yep. moment where it's like, ah, shit, like, whatever. I'm stuck with this son of a bitch. You know, like. <laughs> there's there's just never those moments even when you get like frustrated or i get frustrated we're always there to like pick each other up for those moments like oh, i'm just tangling my line or whatever it's like goes back to when you came and visited me up at school fly fishing it's just like i just live yep. for that shit and i i can't wait for the next one like there's that, a lot just more say, on man. the horizon like obviously not this year probably but definitely a lot more on the horizon and we, we 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 set the bar pretty damn high this year for ourselves i mean we we had this trip uh planned for ourselves this northern square tails trip 
Uh, we actually had a second trip planned tentatively um, planned this was like the tentatively the the warm up the warm up and it's in itself it's its own entity it's not even a warm up it's like the real fucking deal it's just like we had the car the entire time the next trip would have been a river trip and we wouldn't have had the car for the entire time but right other than that i mean 2 miles away from anybody right fishing I mean, hiking portage like the whole yeah. nine like we did it all and like we said, we packed well. We forgot one thing. We still can't remember what it was and definitely won't remember now. But. I was fishing with Streeter the other day, and he's in the uh, in the canoe with me, and we're paddling down this river, and he goes, did you guys ever remember like what you, uh, what you guys forgot? And I was like, dude, I still can't fucking remember. And to the date, I think it's a exact month ago we were on the trip right now. Isn't that crazy? So, it's already been a month, and... The memories are still as fresh. It's still easy to talk about. And I you know, want to thank you again for going on in and becoming the angler now. Like, oh, a real angler. Thank you for the invite. Thank you for, uh, you know, bringing me out there and showing me the ropes on some stuff. And it was, I mean, it only amplified me for the next trip. Like, now I, I'm quite comfortable, you know, as far as packing, but also, like, expectation-wise of, like, you know, you got to rough it for... You know, say a week. And you like, never know what you're going to encounter. Like, you don't know how good the fishing's going to be. And I want to make another kind of bigger point. Now you can see my love for the 10-inch brook trout. Absolutely. I, uh, when we first started Grip and Grin, folks, I remember, and we can probably go back to the previous episodes of episode maybe one, two. But, you know, when I talked about oh, I'd, I'd fish fish a lake or pond for hours and catch one big fish i mean i i now see it from your eyes of you know the dinkers as we say but it is so much fun it's, it's just the it's gold rewarding. it's just like the native mother nature it's like it's there you know it's just its own entity and where you have to go to get them it's like unlike deer hunting like you can hunt in populated areas but for right. like a true native trout you need to get off the bean path and it's is this what I love about it? The whole process from research to wedding a line, which is what makes it awesome. But it is pretty special. It, it, like I said, it, it gets me ready for the next one, but uh, we have more to come, folks. Uh, as far as trout this year, that pretty much wrapped up our spring season. So um, there's a couple things I'm going to add before we uh, end this pod. Uh, we will have the next pod, we'll be covering summer stuff. I went out to Colorado, fly fish in Colorado. Huge. Fucking huge. So talk about trips here. Uh, Good lord. I we'll talk about that in the next pod, but after that, we're switching gears like we always do onto the next season. So as always My season baby. As always. My season baby. As always, get in the woods. And get on the water.